And welcome back to the Livingston Parish News Weekly Show, a podcast brought to you by the Livingston Parish News. My name is McHugh David, publisher and editor of the news, and it's 2023. Happy New Year to everybody. And so we're kicking off a new season of the show. This time it's 2023, as mentioned. <laughs> Sitting here with this gentleman here, this is Around Livingston. It's where we talk about what's going on around Livingston. I'm going to let him introduce himself real quick, the 2023 version of him. Morning, sir. How are you? Good morning. This is David Gray, news writer with the Livingston Parish News. And plenty to talk about today because we took the week off last week, uh, that weird week in between, uh, especially with holidays being on a Sunday, puts us on a bit of a grind the beginning of the next year uh, or beginning of the next week. Uh, so we, we took last week off. So now we're kicking off the new year. Going to talk about a few things from last week and then cover some of our top 10 stories. Um <clears throat> Where you know where we landed, some of the honorable mentions and things like that. But first and foremost, um, some interesting things going on at the school board level with regard to CRT. Of course, that's critical mm-hmm. race theory. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, that was at the the last meeting of 2022 for the school board, and it was a topic that it, it that's been a controversial topic, kind of a, one of those buzzwords, uh, CRT, and. Uh, but it didn't really draw a conversation other than the school board member at the time, Dr. Devin Gregoire, who uh, put that item on the agenda. He read the resolution uh, declaring the district stance against teaching CRT. And it's one of the, I believe this is the second parish in the area or school board in the area that passed this sort of resolution. I know St. Tammany did it earlier this year. Um, I'm unaware if any other ones did, but, but uh, yeah, this was just, uh, this has been a topic that a lot of parents voice, you know, concerns about CRT is, uh, like I said, one of those buzzwords that draws uh, strong opinions from both sides of the political aisle. You have people who, who say that, or in support of it, saying that, you know, high schoolers or, you know, get people and kids in school should be taught uh, some of the some of the country's uh, history with uh, the with racial divides and that sort of thing. And then there are uh, people who are opponents of it saying that it's, you know, one, it's a theory that's uh, in the title and two, that it sort of uh, pits people of different races against each other. So, but like I said, there wasn't really much of a discussion on it other than uh, the school board member reading it and Livingston Parish, you know, historically pretty conservative. So there wouldn't be that much of a, you wouldn't expect there to be that much of a pushback from it anyway. But, uh, but yeah, so that, that was passed at the last meeting. So it forbids teachers uh, or school employees from teaching anything, you know, uh, related to CRT. Uh, in their classrooms or, you know, talking about the, any sort of uh, beliefs along that line with their students. Uh, so, yeah, that's basically kind of what it what it does, just uh, prevents th- that sort of discussions from going on in the classroom. So, uh, you know, going to be interesting to see. Without comment, it looks like that's, that's a done deal. Yeah. And so things are, uh, that was adopted and uh, the school board is moving on. Uh, and some interesting news, uh, and we're going to try to get this out today before noon. The Rose Bowl is tonight. Uh, uh, actually, I think it's this afternoon um, because there is a Monday night football game on. Joe Burrow will be playing the Bills, uh, Josh Allen and the Bills. So we'll anyway, <laughs> getting back to the Rose Bowl, Louisiana uh, kind of jumped on the scene a few years ago by participating uh, mm-hmm. in the Rose Bowl parade and you know showing out as we do. Uh, but this year, there's going to be a, sort of an added bonus, especially for local Livingston Parish residents, and that is 
Uh, well, I'm going to let you talk about it. Uh, there's a native from Denham Springs who's going to get to participate. Yeah, this is actually the second straight year that uh, the state joined this parade last year. Uh, over the last couple years, they joined uh, two of the biggest parades in the country. You got the Macy's Day th- or Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade and then the uh, Rose Parade. And so this is the second straight year Louisiana's been in it and the second straight year that there would be uh, Livers of Parish native in it. Uh, this year, it's KT Scannell, she's the reigning Miss Louisiana USA, uh, uh, crown that she won earlier this year, and she competed for the Miss USA title. Uh, she will be riding on the float with, uh, I think, about 20 other uh, queens from across the state. And, and yeah, so like I said, this is the second straight year that Livingston Paris Navy has been in it. Last year, Lane Hardy actually performed uh, during the Rose Parade. And uh, Louisiana actually won a, uh, won a float or excuse me, won an award for uh, their design. Best, I, I, guess, I think it was best floor design. I can't remember the exact uh, exact uh, award that it was for, but they won an award for that. So, so yeah, uh, it's pro. She might have already been uh, on there right now. The rose spray was supposed to go from eight to noon on Monday, January second. So we're recording. It's almost ten thirty. So I got about an hour and a half left of that. Uh, so yeah, I'm not sure if she's been in it yet, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I talked to her on the phone uh, after I saw got that press release from the lieutenant governor's office. She was very excited. Uh, Katie Scannell has been honored by the Denver Springs Council, the Livingston Parish Council. She's been uh, she's been at a lot of events over the last year, uh, you know, since she won Miss Louisiana USA. And, uh, you, you know, she's she's, uh, you know, really been out there and uh, just a good representative for Livingston Parish and Denver Springs. So, and uh, hope she had a fun time this morning. Uh, as you mentioned, the parade itself, I should have known, uh, was from 8 to 12, uh, so that she has probably already come and gone. Hope Again, hope she had some fun, and anyone else from Louisiana that got to go over there and be on that float had fun with that. Uh, I believe that, uh, I forget who's playing in the game, it's Penn State and Utah. There it is. I've been off my college football game. It, I have no idea who's in what bowl game. It, it it just struck me. It's Penn State and Utah, and, of course, LSU uh, and Purdue kicking off at 11 a.m. Uh, there's some other football games as well today. I don't remember who plays. At any rate, uh, getting into the last thing we need to cover before we talk about the top ten uh, is the Parish Council has a um, an interesting situation on their hands. There is a... Uh, a, and I'm using air quotes here, a legal herbal supplement, and it's called Kratom? Kratom. Kratom. Um, that has drawn concern from citizens that has been passed on to the parish council. Uh, it, I believe they're going to be looking into it in 2023, according to Councilman Tracy Gerlinghouse. Tell us a little bit about how this all came together. Yeah, this was uh, from what Mr. Gerlinghouse said. This was sort of at the request of the sheriff's office. They've been noticing... Uh, there, there have been some incidents where kratom has been uh, been present in certain drug uh, I, I, drug situations. Uh, kratom, like you said, it's a herbal supplement. It's not illegal in Louisiana uh, except for two parishes, Ascension and Rapides, I believe, is the other parish where it is illegal to uh, buy and sell, or excuse me, uh, sell and possess. Um, it's le- illegal in six states. Uh, the closest two would be Arkansas and Alabama, but but this is something that's kind of been getting getting on the radar of the FDA and DEA over the last year. Um, it's from what uh, from what Sheriff Jason Ard said uh, in a message to me. It's sort of 
use as an enhancer of other drugs. Uh, but the problem is it's legal. It can be bought, you know, in Lewis and Parish, it can be bought, uh, you know, smoke shops, gas stations, that sort of thing have them. So the sheriff's office went to the council to sort of see if they could, you know, possibly pass the ordinance. Uh, you know, not really sure what that ordinance is going to cover, whether it would be illegal to sell it or illegal to possess it or both. Uh, but uh, the, the, the council was supposed to tackle this at the last meeting. But uh, Tracy Gorenhouse said that he wanted a little bit more time to research it because they were supposed to actually talk about it during the ordinance meeting, but they had a lot of other stuff that they got to. And the ordinance meeting was actually longer than the actual council meeting. Uh, so they, they didn't really have time to get to it. But he did say that they're in you know, early 2023. They should be they should have an ordinance uh, or they should have enough information to determine whether or not they want to go through with the ordinance for Kratom. So uh, that'll be kind of one of the uh, bigger topics that were tackled early on this year. Very interesting. Uh, you know, all that sort of that legal, uh, that legal supplement area is such a gray, well, it, it's an area, but it's also a gray area. Uh, so going to be interesting to see where the council goes with that. With all that being said, we're going to go over our top 10 for 2022 in the news and lifestyle uh, sections. Uh, but first and foremost, we're going to discuss our honorable mentions. Uh, first and first one's going to be uh, he's what Livingston Parish is all about. Uh, former Sheriff Willie Graves was honored by the uh, Livingston Economic Develop Development Council's top honor, <laughs> which is the Easterly Award. Man, uh, you take Talk one. Twisters, yeah, yes. you take one week off. Uh, the next one is help us. Livingston Parish Council approves sixty-day moratorium on new development. That story, as well as two other stories, did not make the top 10 because there was eventually a uh, development from it. Uh, yeah. So we'll discuss that in a minute. Livingston Parish School Board creates Educational Facilities Improvement District. You may have he heard of it as an EFID uh, to explore funding for higher salaries. Uh, we don't want this. Tensions rise as residents' officials voice opposition to propose carbon capture hubs from Oxy Air Products. We are moving forward. Superintendent discusses a long two-year period amid COVID-19 pandemic in the school board meeting. And last, but certainly not least, tiki tubing to remain closed for 2022. And as we later find out, probably in perpetuity, unless somebody else buys it, yeah. in wake of legal issues. So those were our honorable mentions. Now we're going to discuss our top 10 in order, and I'll let you run with that yeah i mean this is uh we'll just give a quick breakdown you know because you know these are some of these stories were reported on you know uh multiple times it wasn't just a one-off story uh you know the the biggest ones i would say you know the uh and you kind of mentioned it the 60-day moratorium that really ties into what we put as the top story this year when the council earlier this year passed a series of ordinances tightening development regulations uh, that that was a that was a big one that came towards the end of the six day moratorium. Um, you know, another one you kind of mentioned the EFID board, uh, the one cent sales tax that's going to be on the that's going to be on the ballot this year uh, in March twenty twenty three. Uh, I guess I don't have to say twenty twenty three anymore because that's we are now in that. But um, but that that you know that's going to be uh you know we've written you know a few stories on the EFID board and then you know them discussing the tax and them actually proposing uh to put it on the ballot and then the school board actually going through with that. So um, so that's something that you know 
was one of the most uh, impactful stories this year. And, you know, it's going to be a story that we'll be riding on from now and, you know, for the next two and a half months or almost three months, essentially, until that's done. Um, you know, two stories that were really good, that were feel good stories, kind of this similar to each other uh, was Denham Springs Elementary and Juvenile, uh, excuse me, and the Southside schools. Uh, these were the three most affected schools during the 2016 flood, and both schools reopened this year. Uh, Denham Springs Elementary opened in January, and the two Southside schools, which now share one campus on Pete's Highway, they reopened in, uh, at the beginning of the school year in August. So, so those are kind of two uh, two feel good stories. Just you know, and that that kind of officially wrapped up the the school district's uh recovery from the flood uh those were the last three schools that had to be rebuilt and uh you know next door here you know those it's weird seeing those t buildings gone because when i got hired here i mean they've been there since i since i uh, started working here so for me it was really weird not seeing them there because i just always uh they had always been there uh since i've been here but so that was uh those were two good feel good stories and then uh, uh another one was the was the uh, book content item that was discussed by the Livingston Parish Library's Board of Control. Uh, you know, the Board of Control meetings for the library, you know, were probably mostly quiet until this year, whenever one of the board members who is now a council member, Aaron Sandifer, put on there uh, to discuss book content. And that led to, uh, you know, you know, uh, two or three meetings that were uh, packed where people, you know, speaking on both sides of the issue uh you know some didn't want the library board to to censor books while others were saying that it wasn't censoring so much as just uh making sure that books of a sexual nature weren't readily available for children to get their hands on uh you know it led to a lawsuit between a librarian and two others who who uh she claimed were uh harassing her and bullying her online uh, you know, we have, uh, you know, that could lead to other uh, litigation. Uh, we're still waiting on that. So, and then another story, of course, was uh, probably the biggest one this year, I, I think, uh, was probably the Nick Toulier passing. Uh, you know, for those you don't remember, Nick Toulier uh, from Livingston Parish was a Baton Rouge, uh, East Baton Rouge Sheriff's deputy, and he was uh, one of the one of the officers that was shot when a gunman uh, attacked police in 2016 during a really terrible summer for the Baton Rouge area. Uh, you know, you had the Alton Sterling uh, killing before that, then the police officers, and then in Livingston Parish, you had the flood. So, I mean, just uh, just a terrible summer that year. And uh, Nick Toulier, who uh, was shot multiple times and, you know, outlasted any of the earliest projections, uh, you know, finally succumbed to those injuries, uh, um, you know, six years later, however long it was, yeah, almost six years later. So, so to me, I, I think that was probably for me the most impactful story this year, just seeing all the, you know, tributes that came out, uh, you know, from everybody, you know, not just in Louisiana, but outside and in some international, uh, you know, tributes. So, um, so, and then uh, kind of tying into that uh, with the law enforcement, I guess, uh, the school system sheriff's office launched a partnership that increased law uh, and patrols on campus. This sort of came in the wake of, uh, of another school shooting uh, in Texas earlier this year. 
so so I mean that was you know that was something that families were really concerned about, and uh, so the sheriff's office agreed to you know put some more. They came up with a program to get more uh, not only deputies but you know police officers from all the departments in Livingston Parish to uh, you know to uh, go to these campuses and sort of patrol the perimeters and that sort of thing, and then uh, a new interactive map from the Amy River Basin Commission. Uh, that shows the shows the devastation of the flood. Uh, you can kind of click on it. We talked about that. That was kind of recent, but uh, it just gives people a, more of a clear view of the 2016 flood and just how bad it was for for uh, for you know all theirs, but especially live as a parish. Sure. So yeah, that's a quick rundown. <laughs> there you go. So uh, that was the that was the top ten. Uh, as as for the news hole, yeah. Uh, as David and I kind of discussed it, so uh, be looking for that in this Thursday's paper, and of course it'll run online this week as well. Uh, so the other hat you wear is the yeah. lifestyle editor. <laughs> Uh, so let's jump over to that and discuss your your top ten moments in the lifestyle pages. Yeah, we'll try to be a little quicker. Um, but I, I would say the two the two most memorable stories for me was uh, one was Raylan Johnson, the Walker native who was on So You Think You Could Dance. Uh, she she was one of the top. Uh, she made it to near the end, uh, so that that was one of the most memorable stories for me. And then uh, also. There was a few others. Uh, the Hungarian Harvest dance was brought back after uh, you know COVID canceled COVID and uh, Hurricane Ida canceled it the previous two years, and this is you know uh, an event that dates back more than a hundred years in Livingston Parish. So it was really important for that uh, for the Hungarian community to bring that back. Um, uh, Albany Upper and Elementary or excuse me, Albany Upper and Lower Elementary schools getting a new cafeteria. That's something that that community has been sorely needing for a long time. And they actually, you know, broke ground on that last year or late last year. And uh, I saw some pictures of demolition, actually. So so uh, that project is up and running. That's going to be that's funded through a Hassett sales tax that was passed in the Albany district last year. They're going to get a new cafeteria, new classrooms, just some much-needed improvements for that campus. That's one of the oldest campuses in Livingston Parish. Um, the Denham community uh, celebrating the the opening of Yellow Jacket Stadium. That that was a uh, that that was a big moment earlier this year. Uh, the residents of Denham Springs they passed a or the, yeah, they passed a millage renewal. Uh, that millage was initially paying for the new Juvenile Park schools, but after those were paid off, they decided to re rededicate those funds to the construction of new athletic facilities for Denham Springs High, and the the new stadium opened this year for a playoff game, actually, and that, that was just a one of the most uh, fun sport sporting environments I've ever been at uh just seeing the happiness of everybody I mean Denham has had hadn't had any major athletic uh facility improvements since the 50s or 60s I can't remember how long but decades uh and you know it was you know now it has they have a pristine uh high school football stadium there and especially for a playoff game and this year Denham you know went to the uh it was quarter semis i can't remember exactly which quarters quarters yeah and i mean so it was just uh not only did you have a great team to cheer on but then you know at the end of the year they got to, after having to play all of their games on the road this year which i mean 
it's not easy. That's a hard thing to do. Uh, you know, being forced to like not to not really have a home for a whole year. Uh, even though you know Walker, Live Oak, they they stepped up and helped out, but I mean, still, it makes it difficult for when you're you know having to travel for every one of your games and not having a true home field advantage. But they they got one this year now, and they'll have one now for many years to come with that new stadium. Um. And then uh, Christmas Crusade, we, we, you know, we we kind of uh, actually that's something we didn't talk about that ran in last week's paper. Uh, you know, kind of did a more of a behind the scenes with uh, some of the people who make the Christmas Crusade go for the sheriff's office. Uh, Erica Ard, you know, we know she's kind of Mrs. Claus, if you will, but she has some help from some very dedicated people who have been working on this program now. You know, you know for years. So, uh, so that that was one of the top ones, and then. Uh, Livingston Parish Tourism, you know, their new marketing campaign, Make a Fun Run, they're really pushing that right now. You can see that on, you know, a lot of the, a lot of things going on in the parish. They're, you know, sort of taking that little uh, slogan and running with it. So, so, so those are kind of the, uh, the rundown of the top stories from this year. I can't, I don't know if I did exactly 10 of them, but you know, that, that's just kind of a breakdown of them. Sure. So we appreciate your time today, sir. That was covering stuff from last week and then moving forward with a little stuff uh the top 10 for news and lifestyle for this week so uh, if you'll introduce yourself hey this is david gray news writer with lives parish news my name is McHugh david publisher and editor of the news appreciate you guys out there for joining us for the livingston parish news weekly show please remember the news is on facebook twitter linkedin instagram and youtube we are once a week in print on thursdays at seven dollars a month to get that in your mailbox we're also online, www.livingstonparishnews.com. We appreciate you joining us, and we'll see you next time.